0: The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom.
1: Moms should get more credit. Back when I became a mom, I realized people thought my former career in TV news was more important than my motherhood. But that's backward because moms are raising that next generation and the world depends on us to do it well. So moms, this is your time to sit back, relax, and let Channel Mom cheer you on and equip you in your job as a mom. Because you're doing some of the most important work on the planet.
0: Channel Mom, we encourage moms. Now, here's your host, Jenny Dean Schmidt.
1: Hey, welcome moms. I was just thinking about how sometimes that intro almost makes me want to cry. Because it's an honor. To come to moms all over the country and remind them of how important their job is, how important your job is, that you are literally raising up the next generation, even if the world overlooks how important you are as a mother, you are. Let me let me tell you that. All right, you know I like to start with a question, and today it is: If you're a mother of a son or sons, wouldn't you like to know the keys to raising those boys to be the men that you know that they can be? Um, We're going to help you today with things like how to get your son to listen. When you speak, or even if your son is wandering away from the hopes and dreams you have for him, what to do? We are speaking to my friend, Rhonda, the author of Moms Raising Sons to be Men, Guiding Them Toward Their Purpose and Passion. you got to stick around for this one. Such good advice. When we return with the rest of Channel Mom. Moms are a big deal, but sometimes the world forgets. That's why Channel Mom Media and Outreach is here. We exist to love, coach, and encourage every mom, whether she's struggling with parenting, single motherhood, homelessness, or locked in prison. On the radio and social media, Channel Mom works to remind each mom of her importance and give her the latest and best advice. We also reach out to moms with our hands and feet, helping homeless and incarcerated moms as well as moms in the country and mothers in the city. You can join our work by praying for us, volunteering, or giving at channelmom.com. The Army National Guard plays a vital role in your community. We're on the front lines supporting
2: essential personnel, first responders, law enforcement, and medical professionals. Delivering food, supplies, and medicine. Keeping communities safe. Making a difference. During emergencies, we're always ready. Always there. Learn more about part-time service in the Army National Guard at NationalGuard.com.
0: Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station channel mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt hey you guys welcome
1: back to channel mom the show that's all about you as a mother I'd love to do this little mom market shout out to our friends who listen to us across the nation I'm really grateful so grateful that you tune in to us. Uh, Our new market in Salem, Oregon. Also our friends in Oklahoma and Texas. Omaha and Lincoln, Nebraska. Little Rock, Arkansas. Been with us for a long time. Now also in Springfield, Illinois. Colorado Springs, Idaho. And our longtime listeners here in Denver. We're so grateful to the moms and dads and kids and cats and dogs that listen to us uh, across the greater Denver area. Also, welcome to our podcast listeners. Be sure to let people know that they can find us on podcast wherever you find your favorite podcasts, which would be Spotify, Audible, Apple, Google Podcast, or some other platform like Podbean. Um, A quick little announcement before we get to my friend Rhonda. Two quick things. Number one, uh, my book is available. It it, it shares these beautiful secrets from from mothers who are famous and not famous uh, for mothering. The the, the tragedies and the triumphs that they've had in their mothering job and and the secrets they share, I I think, are life-changing. So my book is called Mom, You're Amazing, Changing the World One Life at a Time. You can find it at momyouramazing.com. Uh, and you can also find it on Amazon. All right. I did. not <laughs> Rhonda's been on the show before, but I couldn't remember for sure how to say her last name. So I did not say it in the intro. It's actually Rhonda Stoppy. She is an author and speaker. Uh, she just recently spoke at MomCon for Mops, a place that I would like to speak eventually because you know what? The president of Mops wrote the, uh, the forward to my book. So yeah, I should be at MomCon, right? <laughs> she is dedicated, Rhonda is, to helping women live life with no regrets. She's a pastor's wife, a mom coach, a marriage mentor, a homeschool keynote. She's the mother of four and a grandmother of 15, I believe. It's 15 now, right, Rhonda? Fifteen, yes. Fifteen, wow. You don't look like it. You look beautiful. Well, actually other grandmothers of fifteen also look beautiful. Uh, you've, you've got uh, a couple of books, a number of books under your belt, including The Marriage Mentor, and If My Husband Would Change, I'd Be Happy. So many women feel that way, and it's such an instructive book. Today, though, we're here to talk about the 10th anniversary edition of her book called Moms Raising Sons to Be Men. Um, and there's a sub- subtitle that I'm trying to get to that I said in the intro. I'm, I'm going to, you and now we're talking about the beginning. Uh, moms raising sons to be, toward, yes, guiding them toward their purpose and passion, which I think just about every mom wants to do well. So so I know you've got some new helpful material in this book. You've added to it and you've adjusted to the culture that we're now in post pandemic and with all the things that we're dealing with now as mothers. So I'm really excited to talk about it. But, but before we start, I never like to eliminate mothers. Uh, I, I, some of the things you're about to say are going to be instructive for moms of daughters too, aren't they?
2: Absolutely. I raised two sons and two daughters. And of my 15 grandchildren, uh, 12 of them are
1: girls. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. That's wonderful. I bet they're all darling. Um, All right. So so I want to start by this. I want to thank you for being my sister in arms, because you have a great respect for the calling and the ministry of motherhood, as you call it, Uh, The important role that moms play, that they hold the power to be world changers by God's grace, by the way they raise their children. You call it a privilege to raise a son. Um, And and I'm just curious because as I talk about this, I sometimes think, "Ah, is my voice even needed? Or do moms really know they're important and they know their job is important and they know they're raising world changers and they know that they're influencing the next generation? Do they really know that or do you think society is increasingly overlooking the importance of a mom?
2: Well, I think after just being at MomCon and having standing room only on my sessions, moms raising sons to be men, they get it. They get it. It's a whole generation of mops, moms of preschoolers and moms next. And they understand the importance of their impact, not only on their families and their children, but on culture through the guiding of the hearts and minds of their sons and their daughters. Yeah. And I think... We are in a good place because, let's be honest, the dark is getting darker. But when the dark gets darker, the light gets brighter. There's no time for apathy. There's an urgency that we have never seen before. And God has called us in this generation to guide the hearts and minds of our children toward their purpose and passion. And I'm excited. I'm excited to be a partner in arms with you, Jenny, because I know your zeal is as passionate as mine to tell moms you're not alone if god's called you to this he is the one who will equip you in philippians it says it is god who works in you both to will and to work for his good pleasure yeah. we are not alone and and i always say in fact i'm gonna start a new podcast it should launch in october called old ladies no stuff yes yeah. hashtag old ladies no stuff and i want to be on your podcast stuff.
1: if you ever interview i would love it okay good i love
2: it too. i would love it We teach from our successes. We teach from our failures. I can write a a letter to my younger self. It does nothing. But if I take that letter and I hand it to the next generation and I say, hey, here's what I learned. Let me pass it on to you. It's gold. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and, and in your book, um, and we're going to do a little giveaway today as well, but in your book, uh, and, and in the new version of your book, Moms Raising Sons to Be Men, I I, I love to play audio clips that kind of set up the show. You, you give the hard lessons, and you give lessons both from your own experience as a mom, but from other moms as well. And you <laughs> focus on a mom that just about everybody knows a, a, a something about, but they don't realize they know something about her because her sons are quite famous. Famous, and this is one of their little tunes.
0: Can you hear the prayers that people pray? Can you see the skies begin to break? When heaven and earth were face to face, oh, how the world forever changed. For God is with us.
1: Oh, how I love that tune. And a little personal story, years and years ago, before Luke and um, Joel were famous for King and Country, they came to a little church in Bailey, Colorado. Their, their sister was famous, um, Rebecca, what is she, St. Jo- what is Rebecca's last name? St. James, Rebecca, Rebecca yeah. Um, she was famous, but they weren't yet, and they came to this teensy, tiny little church in Bailey, Colorado called Platte Canyon Community Church, where I was attending at the time, and they played a little concert for the, for the folks of Bailey, and I was so impressed that that, that they would do that. Um, Very authentic, nice men. But their mother, Helena, has raised, what, seven children? yes seven children including Luke and Joel and and you Mm -hmm. one of the first lessons you share in the book is from Helena and um and and I love this lesson so I want to launch into your book this way because it's about how so many of us moms want to be liked by our sons we want we want to we want them to think that we're wonderful and so it's we are hesitant to scold or discipline and and all those things with them but but Helena had an interesting approach about the way in which she which she raised her sons and and you have a little story to go along with it So can you talk about that?
2: The very first story when you open Moms Raising Sons to be Men is of Luke when he was 13 years old. Mm -hmm. And he wanted to be a good tennis player. He was playing in a tennis tournament, and he started not doing very well. And he should have won, but he didn't. And he threw his racket down, and he threw a fit in front of all the audience. And in the middle of his temper tantrum, he looked up and he saw his mom get up and lead the stands. And he lost that match that day, and Helen never came, which I, I changed it to Helen in the book because she has a new podcast. And she's calling herself Helen instead of Helena, but you're
1: okay. right. <laughs> okay, okay, thank you. And,
2: and he um, looked up, she never came back. So when he got to the car, he was like, where'd you go? And she said this, I will not witness my son showing such disrespect. Your actions today did not display a man who was emulating Christ. And when I was interviewing Luke for this story, he was telling me this was when, uh, were they in Australia or New Zealand? I can't remember.
1: Australia, Uh, Australia, I think.
2: I think so. Anyway, wherever they lived, they were were very obviously Christians in their community, but Christians are not common. And so his actions did not display a Christ-like character. So she went to the car. And Luke said that, the way that she handled it didn't say, you embarrassed me. How could you represent our family and look what you did? She kept her focus on the most important thing with being Christ-like in our character. And he says this about his mom. My mom, my parents raised us to surrender our talents to God. They said, keep your hands open. Be willing to take a risk, Helen often told her kids. And then I love that he says this. My parents My mom, I'm sorry, made it a point to have a hard conversation with me and my siblings. My parents taught me to think. They were good at answering my questions, and they took the time to walk my thought process through the answers. They helped me learn to weigh out the possible consequences of my actions. And I love that he says, I think that I owe all that I am to my mom. Because when a man is loved by his mother, he can. climb crying. He can end up doing great things. Yeah. We know that, moms. We know that, and it's terrifying and exciting and exhilarating and scary all at the same time. Yeah. But uh, what what Helen says in her uh, memoir, Behind the Lights, deep down, I believe every mom is an unsung hero. Her legacy attests to that. Her influence on our culture through her children how they use their talent to worship Christ and to bring others into the presence of the Lord. My son Brandon is a worship pastor. He's a musician. He actually got to play with Rebecca St. James before. Uh, and you know what? When you're a mom of a musician, having the conversations with that child to direct their heart, to use their talent to to glorify Christ is an important one to have, uh, if I can tell a little story, when sure. my son Brandon was in junior high, and I knew we were going to talk about how to talk so they listen. So let's jump into that.
1: All right, so so and I'm going to say that you, you this what? is the, a new topic okay. um, because that's a great okay. lesson. And, and here's what I liked about Helen or Helena Smallbones. Um, story, you know, she raised the the two men who sing in For King and Country, is that she learned how to balance love and discipline. And I know in my mm-hmm. own journey of of raising our son Otis, who's about to turn twenty four, um, actually by the time this airs, he will. have, So happy birthday, son! <laughs> he will have he will have <laughs> turned twenty four. But but I did struggle with that sometimes. I'm like, I want my son to love me and like me, and and I don't know how to discipline him in a way that he still knows I love him or that he'll love me back. Mm-hmm. And and she thought, uh, uh-uh, I'm not going to be worried about him getting it. this. Isn't not about me. It's not about me getting all the love I need. It's about how I'm supposed to raise him and discipline him. So I love the balance of that. But then, yes, you do also share this lesson from your son Brandon, who who also has a story in and of himself with going through epilepsy and everything. Um, you you share the story of of when he was a, a boy and, and grappling with what he should do as as a singer and an artist. And the, and and you talk to moms about how to speak in a way that gets your child or your son rather to listen. So talk about that. Mm-hmm.
2: So men crave respect. We know that. Love and respect. In fact, Dr. Egrich wrote an endorsement for Moms Raising Sons, to be and I'm so excited about that. Yes. But when we love the snot out of our little boys for the first 10 years, smooch on them, embarrass yes. them, love on them. Yes. But when they start pushing you away, there's no coming of man ritual in our culture except don't be a mama's boy. So you're the hill to die on. So you either hand them their manhood or they are going to fight you for it. There's a section in Moms Raising Sons that says, control freaks, raise freaks. There's (laughs) another section in in Moms Raising Sons that talks about when we hold them so tightly, we don't let them learn from their mistakes. They're not going to make any mistakes if we control them so tightly, but they'll make them outside of our home, and they won't know how to recover. We're not trying to raise perfect children. We're trying to raise children who know how to recover from their mistakes and return to Christ. So... Brandon's story, and you can read it in Moms Raising Sons to Be Men, he had um, seizures, terrible epilepsy. And during that time, he didn't want to play sports. He didn't want to do all the things. I was coaching high school cheerleading in Texas at the time. Anyone who lives in Texas knows what that means. And I yes, was yes, love yes. for my son to play sports. But he was heavily medicated from his seizures. But he picked up instruments, and he began to play. And what we found is I wanted to hear the crowd glory in my son's accomplishments through sports. But God got me out of the way to raise up my son to become a musician that would bring the crowd to glory in God's son's accomplishments through worship. But I remember when Brandon was about 15, he was learning to drive. We live up in a canyon on a windy road, so you're driving with a 15-year-old who's learning to drive, and there's a cliff on the other side. of a intense. <laughs> yes, yes. And and he asks, why won't you let me listen to secular music? Now, I'm not pro-con secular music. That's not the conversation what this is about. He said, you let Meredith, his big sister, you let her listen to, and he named a couple of bands that she got to listen to, and I said, Brandon, the Lord has raised you up to write music and to play music for Christ, and the Bible says, and the man thinks in his heart, so is he. I see the man that you want to become. I see the vision that God has for you, and I'm here to help you get there. I'm not fighting against you. I'm helping you move toward the the purpose and passion that God has for your life. And if you feast on secular music, that will be the music that comes out of you. That will be the music that you write, and you will have missed what we believe God has raised you up for. And Brennan said at that point he wanted to argue with me, but he, he knew it was true. And years later, when I asked him about it, he said, you know, you need to tell moms, help their sons see the vision that God has for them and tell them that you believe in them, that you're not fighting against them, that you're helping them get there. And we talked shoulder to shoulder while he was driving a car. And that's how you talk so your adolescent sons or adult sons listen. Men listen shoulder to shoulder. That's what Dr. Egrish says. Things.
1: Yeah. They they, wanna, they, exactly. they don't want you looking into, deeply into their eyes. They want to be both of you looking ahead and shoulder to shoulder. Yeah.
2: Exactly. And so when your little junior high boy starts pushing you away and won't look at you, it's easy to feel offended and wounded deeply because you're my buddy and why are you not wanting to sit on my lap anymore and do everything I've asked you to do? But if we realize they're trying to be a man and we find ways to communicate with them shoulder to shoulder instead of face to face. Now with my two daughters, let's go have a cup of coffee. Let's go sit at our local coffee shop and let's talk about all that you want to talk about. Shoulder to shoulder, no. Face-to-face, absolutely. Yeah,
1: amen. Okay, With so our, I, can, our, I want to interrupt you because you and I okay, could talk for six hours because we're like that. Yeah, we um, but I want to get to at least two more things and we only got about seven minutes left. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. In speaking of, of talking to your son in a different way so that he'll listen, that shoulder-to-shoulder time, telling him that you're on his side, that, that you're all about his mission and purpose. And I used to give my son a nightly blessing where I would restate that mission and purpose every night. Um, I, I love that. But, but I want to get to two more things. You talk about okay. how does a mama appeal to the man that her boy is going to become and impart a vision for, for who she knows he can be. How does she pass that on to her 6-year-old or her 16-year-old? How does that work? Mm-hmm. Well,
2: our oldest son, Tony, did not come to our family until he was 15 years old, and he became our son. And I wanted to sit him down and talk about all the things. But how do you do that with someone who's just moving into your home and becoming your son? So I would go out. Tony had a Jeep that he worked on at night because we lived in Texas at the time. We're in California now. And it was hot, so he'd work on his car at night. And I would just go sit in the Jeep. And with his head down in the engine... He would talk about his hopes and dreams to become a fighter pilot in the Air Force. He would talk about girls. He would talk about his hope to go to a and University. And he definitely talked about girls. And as we talked, I was able to you know cheer him on with his hope and his desire to become a fighter pilot, which he did. He grew up and went to a University. He's a lieutenant colonel in the Air Force. And he flew the F-22. And he had awesome. all of those hopes and dreams stirring in him. But I remember him saying, I'm afraid if I surrender all my hopes and dreams to God, won't let me have them. And when he finally graduated from college and he was at Pensacola, no, Panama City, Florida, flying, learning to fly, he'd gone to a Sunday school class and it was an ex-fighter pilot. And this fighter pilot talked to him and some of the other uh, guys. And he said, you're a fighter pilot because God chose you for this. Use it for his glory. And Tony called home and he said, you know what? I'm living my dream. And I finally realized it's not enough. So you put the word in there and you pray for them. You pray for godly mentors to step in their life that they respect, that are living the vision, the dream that they have, and you cheer them on from the sidelines.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's good. And I I want to get to one more thing, and then I want to let folks know. It's a little early to give away her book because it's not coming out until March of 2023, but you've got a special offer today. Tell people about that.
2: If you... Go on Amazon and purchase the pre-order. I will send you, you have to email me at rhonda at, rhonda at rhonda e- com. Rhonda at Rondastoppy.com Go ahead. Correct. I will email you a link to listen to the message that I taught at MomCast, Moms Raising Sons, to be men, you are not alone.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Because I think so many mothers of sons would like that. So if you go pre-order a copy of her 10th anniversary edition of Moms Raising Sons to be Men, then you just email her at Rhonda at Rhonda Stoppy. And that's S-T-O-P-P-E dot com. And uh, you'll get that wonderful talk that I think could really be an inspiration for moms. Okay, so the last thing we're talking about impart. there and there's so many things you talk about training their brain you talk about equipping them for independence and here's where i'm going to let you you know give your last bit that you want to talk about you also talk about um what if your son is wayward how do you handle that so which of all those things equipping for independence training his brain we've only got about three minutes um and and going wayward which of those would you really like to speak into a mother's life today
2: I think the wayward, because there's such a fear. Um, Moms with little ones, you know, we see kids that were raised in the church, daughters and sons, that go away and walk away. In fact, 75% of teenagers in the church walk away from their faith, from their Christian foundation, after they graduate from high school. So that's scary. But one of the stories that I absolutely love to tell, there's two. One of them is um, Adoniram Judson, and he was raised by a Puritan pastor. And he grew up, and he went away to college, and he wanted to be a playwright. And his friend Jacob Eames laughed at him that he believed in God. And he turned away from his faith. He graduated from college. He failed miserably as a playwright. And one night, he was riding in the dark. He saw a light. He was on his horse. He saw a light in the darkness, and he went to an inn and asked for a room. The innkeeper said, there's only one room available. You're welcome to it. But the man next door is crying out in pain. In fact, he's dying. And all through the night, Adoniram Judson heard this man crying out, and it caused him to question his own rejection of God. What would I do if I was standing before God tonight if I died? In the morning, he happened to ask the innkeeper the name of the person who, who died, and he said, It's Jacob Eames. It was the very man that had turned Adoniram Judson's heart away from <sighs> God, and that woke him up. It brought him to repentance. The Bible says God devises ways to bring that prodigal home. God wants your child, your prodigal, to return. Notice his parents did not rescue him when he failed miserably as a playwright. He was alone and forlorn. But when God devised his repentance, he came home, he repented, he went to seminary, he was the first foreign missionary to India, he translated the Bible into the Burmese language, and thousands and thousands, thousands of people from india came to christ because of the testimony of that prodigal
1: yeah that's amazing that's amazing thank you for that encouragement for a mom that that goes away all right or or, of a mom of a son who turns away um because there's always hope there's always hope with god and he's got it and he's Mm -hmm. told me a million times to trust him with my children and my son and and daughter as well all right so rhonda how do people find you and the book my friend
2: if you go to my website, noregretswoman.com, because I help women break free from regrets and build no regrets lives and guide your children towards a life without regrets, noregretswoman.com. All my stuff's on there, and there's lots of free material. There's my marriage book. There's a free marriage course on there, all kinds of things. Follow me on social media. All my social media links are on my webpage.
1: Awesome. Rhonda, thanks for joining us today. I hope this is a blessing to mothers of, of sons and, and, and actually mothers of daughters, too. But but thanks for being on the show. And we'll, we'll talk soon and, and maybe have you back in March as well, my friend. I'd love that. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. God bless. All right. So this is the time of the show where I thank you personally. Maybe you're having a day. Maybe you're having a week. Maybe you're having a month. And you think nobody notices how hard you work to raise your children. Or maybe you're raising your grandchildren. I'm here to thank you. God sees. He's assigned you to those children, even if it doesn't feel like it. um, and, And you've been entrusted to raising them. To, 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 love and to serve. I mean, you're having a huge impact on the world in the way in which you raise your baby. So thank you for that sacrifice. Um, I just want to thank you for tuning in, tell your friends about channel mom to find us on podcast, etc. Check us out at channelmom.org. how you can help us, how we can help you. And yeah, I just hope you have a beautiful weekend and I'm so grateful for each and every listener. God bless you moms. And of course I invite you all to join me in praying for the folks in Florida. You so much. God bless. Goodbye. If Channel Mom Radio and podcasts give your mom life a boost of encouragement, would you consider supporting us in order to keep our broadcasts on the air and serve moms and kids on the ground? We need help from listeners like you.
0: You can support us through a one-time donation or by signing up to be a monthly partner at an amount of your choice. Just go to channelmom.org and click donate at the top of the page. New monthly donors will receive a special gift package in the mail. While research shows moms are undervalued and families are struggling to stay together, Channel Mom works to lift up motherhood and add value to your family. We depend on donors like you to provide outreach to at-risk moms in prison, in homeless shelters, or dealing with single motherhood. Our life-changing programs are over capacity, so your donation will help us serve more moms and kids. Be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Visit ChannelMom.org and click donate. We thank you for your generous support, and may God bless you for coming alongside Channel Mom.